sure everything sounded good. Do I sound pretty? Do I sound pretty? Yeah, you sound like you. (laughs) I sound like I'm supposed to. You sound like you're supposed to. You sound like from last week. (laughs) It says, click here to see who has a crush on you. (laughs) Yeah? Want the URL? (laughs) Who popped up? I don't know. I didn't look at it. I just saw... It just was it says it says uh, uh, info at beerschool dot com. You have one new message from Secret Crush. Uh oh! And I'm thinking, wow, somebody really likes the show a lot, or it's a spam robot. Some robots in love with me. Isn't that a? Wouldn't that be? Isn't great, that an though? Alan Parsons song? What? Some robots in love with yeah. me. Maybe either that or that's the uh, the working title for the next Futurama or Futurama movie. Well, you know, there's all kinds of robot love on that show. God. <laughs> Speaking of love, you're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. <laughs> there's lots of beers to like some beers are made right down the street from where you live and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you learn why beer tastes like it does how other styles came about and a whole lot of nothing <laughs> John, the best part about beer school is the homework the homework is beer <laughs> and this show is already a train wreck <laughs> So you can stop listening now. <laughs> uh, John, you're just a little depressed because we didn't win an award last week. Oh, we're still a not award-winning podcast. <laughs> Which makes me really happy. What do they call those things? The breweries? <laughs> the B, what, the BNAs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't win a BNA. Everybody else did but us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still a not award-winning podcast, although we've been nominated like for like real awards for like real awards five times this year and I was pretty proud of the fact that we even got it nominated sweet yeah so <laughs> so. so so what's in store for today's show John nothing <laughs> we decided we'd be honest with you nothing <laughs> this is a, today's show you know we're not even going to pretend or try so if you've ever <laughs> if you've ever listened to the show lunch meat on the brewing network <laughs> which is the uh, thebrewingnetwork.com uh, no dashes or spaces or uh, upper and lower cases, just the Brewing Network. <laughs> they do a show on Fridays randomly called Lunch Meat. It's much better than their real show. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, actually. <laughs> and so we're going to try. We're going to try to emulate that show today. I don't think we could do that. Why? Oh, actually, you know what? We haven't. They actually prepare for that and print out. I know. See, we're going to do like one that. better. We're not going to prepare for it. We're so lazy. The beer we're drinking today, we we were sitting doing our pre-show at 21st Amendment at 563 Second Street in San Francisco, California. <laughs> That's www.21st-amendment.com. And I said, John, you know, why do we even want to try hard to get our beer? I said, why don't we just get a six-pack of uh, IPA from the bar? We don't even have to get up from exactly. our stools. Well, and the thing was, is we could have gone to porn and liquor and got beer, but that would have meant driving around the corner, doing two right turns and parking in front, then walking out of the car, getting the beer, then getting back in the car and doing two more left turns to get back to the studio. Yes. Way too many left turns. So we just said, uh, can we please, when we, when we were presented with our tab, we said, oh, can you please put a six-pack IPA on that? So good job there, John. And we're also doing an experiment. John is drinking it out of a glass, and I'm drinking it straight out of the can. So I don't know why that's an experiment, but... 
I'm just calling it an experiment. Well, so here's the thing. Last night I was um, part of a corporate beer school event. I was asked to be the sommelier for the show. I mean, for the for the dinner. And uh, so there's sommelier. Just so everyone knows, I did pronounce it correctly. <laughs> sommelier is the wine guy. Sommelier is the beer guy. Why is that? Because the the wine guys know that it's that French er sounding sommelier. They get oh. an, e, an a out of an er. How you get that? I don't know. But the beer guys are going to look at that and go, "Hey, where's the sommelier?" Exactly. Because they're not that sophisticated. Uh, well, well of you know, we're sophisticated. But you know, most beer doesn't come from France. It's worth drinking. Now That's I'm going to get hate mail from all of France. Really? <laughs> all four people that listen to the show there. Uh, and I know who you are. Vive la France tour. Because I have your IP address. I have yes. And that, isn't it against the law for sh- things to be aired in France that aren't French? So, like, we'd have to have the show translated to France. I mean, Francois, in order for it to to be there. Google's working on that, I'm sure. <sighs> the Google bots are pretty amazing. Speaking of robots. Well, cheers. Here's uh, cheers to. Uh, a delicious IPA as we reach across the gigantic it's got a, table it's got a really, Studio A. It's got a wonderful orangey, orange color. Uh, I would say that a pale is about the same color as this. Hey, there's a mouse in this can. You know what? <laughs> Considering how they make these cans, <laughs> is it quite possible that there could be a mouse in the can? It's Jesse's ear grommet. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, so what? So what sort of beers were you uh, Somaliering at? Uh, well, we, this fest? we. It turns out that the that the the beer at the twenty one A is a pretty good thing to teach with, because there's a stout, there's uh, there's the blonde, there's the bitter American, there's uh, the IPA, and then there's the double IPA. Mm-hmm. So and from the fat Bavarian, oh, and the fat Bavarian, right? And the fat Bavarian, Bavarian is actually kind of a fun thing because everybody's all surprised about that because they look at this beer and they go, um, there's something wrong with it because <laughs> it's unfiltered. It's all, it's all white cloudy. Right. Thing. And then when you talk about things, unexpected things that you'll taste in beer, the fat Bavarian is fun because it tastes like bananas. It tastes a little clovey. There's some orange hints going on. You know, it's a, it's a good, it's a good example of that style. Right. And so all these people who are not beer drinkers are tasting this, and they're like, wow, I had no idea that beer could be this complex. Mm-hmm. So they're just all surprised. The funny thing was is that out of the 30 people that were there, 20 of them were drinking wine. <laughs> so I'm thinking that the host sort of missed his opportunity to uh, – to, um, that's okay. He's a charming, persuasive, persuasive fellow, so I yeah. don't think it'll – Well, he's Canadian, eh? So, of course, he's going to go to a brewery for his company party. Thank God he wasn't drinking your namesake beer. Foster's? Oh, that's Australian. Sorry. No, that's, no, that's Wrong. Canadian. Wrong. No, that's Canadian. That's right. We were drinking Foster's made in Canada. Yeah. Uh, we forgot to have our friend from Australia who was on the show last year. Uh-huh. Forgot to have him bring back uh, beers that were from Oz. Uh, While he was coming over. Damn. Uh, that'll teach me. Oh, well, next time. Next time. Atari Boy. Atari Boy uh, is his Twitter 
I think they finally shipped that software that he was working on last time. Oh, the the yeah the sketch. Yeah. Now it's all blurring together again. Yes. Well, we're in a frenzy. John's in more of a frenzy than I am because all of the big advertising kiosks in San Francisco are magically turning into iPod ads right now. Yeah. And then somehow on Tuesday morning, they all switch all to something else. They switch to something new and amazing. I don't know how that <laughs> happens. Every year, I that- think I'm just going to go stand by one in North Beach and watch and wait for them to see what time they come out and put it up. Well, it's got to be it has to happen be the thing is, is that they hide this stuff in plain sight. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's hidden. It's all around us for, for like, days. Right. And because we're not we, – because we haven't been hit over the head with the uh, new thing poll, uh-huh. we don't notice it. And, you know, <laughs> after 10 o'clock on – after 10 o'clock on Tuesday, it'll – they'll be – there they will be open for everyone to see. Yes. But you just won't see it because the reality distortion field <laughs> fuzzes them up. It just looks like a person dancing wearing an iPod. Yeah. So that happens. Uh, and then there's the whole, there's like 60 people that have signed up for Secret Party. Sweet. Yeah. And that's from, that's a lot of them from Beer School, a lot fewer of them from This Week in Media, and a lot of them from Mac Break Tech. God, oh, jeez. So that means that uh, there's a bunch of Mac heads going to be there instead of a bunch of nerd beer galoshes. Exactly. <laughs> you better double book, uh, double bag the nerd galoshes. <laughs> well, you're a nerd. I'm shocked. <laughs> Not the same way, though. No, if I was, if I was, Ow. if I was. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> John's hurting himself with his own gas today. <laughs> to put it mildly, ouch. that was a reaction to a belch (laughs) when he went ouch have any of you at home ever gone ouch i know i haven't (laughs) so i'm sort of scared to be in this can we open a window and i'll blow it over there no the thing is is that i had a bloody mary for pre-show which i've never done yeah and uh and maya made it quite violent which is good actually I'd rather drink a violent uh, Bloody Mary than a non-violent one. You know what I'd like? What? Some delicious absinthe. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was the ruin. That was the ruined part of uh, of Friday night <laughs> when some of that made its way downstairs to me. I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, it's quite tasty the absinthe. But um, I'm going to say that after 32 tasting through 32 different beers uh-huh. and going through one of the most fabulous five course meals that I've ever experienced, uh-huh. the absinthe was just the wrong turn. <laughs> and this is really this is the uh, St. George Spirits absinthe from Alameda, beautiful Alameda, California, right yeah. across the bay, probably about eight air miles from here, if even that. Um, tasted a lot character of. Uh, of uh, sort of sambuca, if you... yeah, sambuca like not like the harsh stuff that I have on top of my fridge, mm, and it's not like the uh, fuzzy enabling one that my friend made. Yeah, fuzzy enabling being, being the thing, the, the being the thing, yeah, the key descriptor. No, it's a warm fuzzy buzz with the fuzzy enabler. <laughs> the this fuzzy was, enable. This was just like more alcohol. There was not. I mean, it tasted good. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just that it wasn't the thing that 
you know, wasn't 10 minutes later going, huh, why are those stars fuzzy? Where did the stairs down from the mezzanine go? <laughs> are these the stairs? <laughs> why is she suddenly cuter? Oh, yeah, well, that's just the beer goggles. <laughs> <laughs> never, never, never. So Dexter from Hawaii writes in saying that the beer and movies show was proof that we work without a net. It's true. And uh, was he the person who pointed out that we completely missed? Yeah, we missed a movie. Uh, we probably missed a couple, but yes, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go buy Big Lebowski and just watch it for about three times straight to make up for that omission. <laughs> yeah, your homework motor is to watch the Big Lebowski again. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is, yeah, I know that there's a lot of beer in that movie, but I kind of don't consider it a beer movie. Yeah, but I think it's it sort of uh, just as uh, Raising Arizona, I think it'd be something you can enjoy with a lot of beer. Yeah. I'm sure there's some beer in that movie, too. I'll take this 12-pack of whatever and these yeah, diapers. And the diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as long as he's robbing the robbing the convenience store, he's getting beer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I don't consider that a beer movie. And i got to look up the uh, the Fossbinder film. That was I don't point- know anything about this. It's German. It must be good. Yeah, I have that tattoo. It's German. It must be good. Of course. Uh, well, so we'll get we'll get to work on our, our on expanding our our cinematic range of uh, experiences. You can't bowl a single frame of that movie without a beer in your hand. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's all about the White Russian. That's why how I remember that film. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know that's like the big overriding drink of that of that movie. <laughs> you know, and well, and and so can, when we do our show, White Russians and movies, yeah, this will be the top of the list. Brilliant. It's uh, it's there. What a strange movie that is, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's weird in the same way that uh, that makes uh, it makes. The Raising ter- Arizona look positively straightforward and simple. Yeah. Well, and it, it's it's along the same lines of uh, the Fisher King, it seems like. Mm-hmm. You know, this idea of a weird quest, something happening, you're not quite sure what what's going on, why this is happening, and then all comes it all comes together in the end. Right. Uh, I had a friend who went uh, as the dude... For Halloween one year, and he pulled it off perfectly. Really? Yeah. Bathrobe, gray, and everything? Yeah. Looked perfect. So what other amazing... What, what were some of the amazing beers you had at the uh, at the beer dinner? Well, I have to tell a story about the beer dinner. Once so, upon a time. All once stories, upon a time. All stories start with once upon a time. All stories start with once upon a time. Um, this is toward the end. This is... Dessert has come out, and dessert beers are about to, to flow. And Sean comes up to the table and he's talking about how he got two cases of New Glarus <laughs> beer, one cherry and one raspberry. And turns out one of the old uh, bartenders was in Wisconsin and mm-hmm. she was coming back uh, from there with her mom. And, so, and Sean said, I'll give you a ride from the airport if you bring me two cases of beer. So the airport ride is like dark, you know, yeah. it's like one in the morning. So it's, you know, it's no small fate or no small twist to get somebody out of bed to come and pick you up to do this. 
So the beer arrives and Sean gives them a ride back to, from SFO to the East Bay. And then he has his beer. So, and it's no small effort to get two cases of New Glarus beer even in Wisconsin. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's just it's just not there. And I know that the people from Wisconsin are saying, well, dude, I get that at my local. I'm like, yeah, well, you know what I get in my local? You know what beer I get if we make no effort? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it sucks to be you and it sucks to be me. So we're, you know, the the Minnesota-Wisconsin listeners are at a, and us are at a standoff right now. Arr. Anyway. so this, that other beer? So this beer is being poured, and the, and and so Sean has told the story about how it's kind of rare, how it's impossible to get in California, uh-huh. um, how p- people who have this at the GABF stand in line for an hour and a half. You know, there's all these other beers that they could have, but they go stand in line for a taste. Yeah, one ounce of this stuff because it's incredible. <laughs> it's one of the most. It's you know you have to seek this beer out. So anyway, guy pours his beer. Guy sitting next to me pours uh-huh. the beer, and he pours a pretty big, you know, pour. Even after being given the story, it's rare. People don't get it. Make sure that everybody has some before you take it a second. Right. So his his uh, tulip glass. I'm going to say it's half full. Okay. He takes two sips of it. And he goes, it's not for me. And he pours it out. <laughs> it was, And I was like, dude, what did you just do? He's like, I didn't like it. I poured it out. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I'm leaving that in there because I, I, I said that <laughs> yes. at the time because everyone else is going the same way. And he's like, I didn't like it. And I'm like, you didn't just hear the story about how this beer traveled across the country, about how this beer is rare and how people stand in line. He's like, no, I wasn't listening. I was I was talking to my friend. And I'm like, okay. I was playing Space Invaders on my iPhone. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I laid into him. I just said, don't do that. You know, there's stuff that... There's stuff that's rare, and you know the stuff that here at this at this library dinner hasn't been that. You know, it's been special, sure. Yeah, I heard downstairs when we were outside smoking cigars, somebody told me the best part was when you laid into some guy, but I didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm getting the story for the first time yeah, as well. Okay, so so anyway, I'm, I'm like, you know, there's all these be- all these beers that are are rare. Sure, yeah. the whole evening's rare. This will never happen again, ever. But at the same time, you know, there's there's been things that I just like. Ugh, this is horrible. I'm dumping it out. Yeah. You know, and I'm dr- I'm doing that because like that best flutter and eight that you had. <laughs> you know what was better than the West Flutter and eight? The West Flutter and ten. No. no, the Sean Paxton clone. Oh, he cloned it, and it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, long story. So then I'm. So then I. Uh, I don't like Sean Paxton. He's taller than I am. He's yeah. Imagine Sean. I like Peter imagine, He's taller imagine, than I imagine am. seeing me right and like Sean Paxton's like two times as tall as I am. Yeah. Uh, well, so then, <laughs> so then I'm about I'm about done with this. This you know I'm like you know like 
okay, poor, he's pouring this out. And I'm like, no, I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> you're like taking the, you're taking the drip bucket and pouring it back into your and, glass. And I'm cup. like, I'm like, here, we're going to do a little bit of school with this. Here I have this. Then you break the, the glass and you rip his face up with it. Here I have this, <laughs> this, um, this, what's the cherry beer, the lambic from, um, like the palm and the pesh. Oh, 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 Lindemann's. Yeah, there's this Lindemann's uh, cherry that they pour uh-huh. so that you could do the side-by-side yeah. with this. And I'm like, okay, so taste this. And he's like, okay, I don't like this. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's full uh, cherry extract. Right. They don't even use real cherries with that beer, or so I'm told. And now try this. And he goes, wow, that's way better. I'm like, yeah. And if you ask a lot of people, they'll say Lindemann's is really good. Yeah, and then... So then I'm like, you gotta ask. You know, there's so many things that listen. are amazing. Yeah, listen. You gotta ask if somebody wants this. Open up your mouth and listen. Uh, it was tragic. I was angry for the rest of the night. And then I, I'm like, An okay, angry I, badger John is not a pleasant <laughs> sight, especially <laughs> especially after trying 32 different random beers. Oh, and everybody else is like, uh, dude. Thanks for yelling at him because I was going to yell at him. <laughs> we were all going like, to. I'm like, I saw, like, Stephen and Susan were standing right next to me and they're like, um, I think you were a little bit easy on him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to kick his ass. <clears throat> but I couldn't do that because that would have just been. Yes. So Susan and Stephen have been on the show <clears throat> many times. The, the idea is this. <clears throat> I know that we say that you don't have to like the beer that I like and I don't have to like the beer that you like. And for a lot of this beer, you can pour it out. It's not a big deal. Uh-huh. But, you know, if you've got one of the, like, for example, if you have an eight-year-old Goose beer uh-huh. or a, a 10-year-old Cantillion or, you know, something that's that's like the... The, uh, the Watermelon Funk. The Watermelon Funk. Okay, you're not going to... That one f- had to come out with a really big warning. Yeah, that one came <laughs> out with a really big warning like, okay, here's the story of this. This is literally the last of this on the planet. <laughs> yeah, there's no more of this for two years because, you know, we forgot to make it this year. <laughs> uh. <laughs> To-do list. <laughs> but anyway, Watermelon Funk comes out in a can and it's fabulous. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, never to be had again because there isn't any more of it. And also, I heard that it uh, it um, keeps the ch- the flavor and character keeps changing and rebalancing itself. Yeah. Uh, all the, for all you good folks, if you want to learn more about this uh, the beer dinner that happened at Twenty One A, Jay Brooks at Brookston Beer Bulletin dot org um, did a nice write up on it. With There's, pictures, the link for that is on Beer School, so you can just go to any of the articles, and it's on the side. Yes. So we don't even have to put that in the show notes. It's already there. <laughs> ah, but, John, you're always thinking. Well, I'm going to, you know, this the idea that, oh, we're going to put it in the show notes. Uh-huh. It's kind of got to change because if I don't write it down right then, it doesn't get found. Oh, well. Did you hear that? That was a squirrel. That was the rat sound. Anyway, no memories of that. That was a lot of it was a lot of fun, and I recommend you know badger your badger your uh, your brewery or your local to have some some kind of a whip it out, have a whip it out party. Exactly, because you know everybody's got stuff in their fridge, and Sean was actually kind of 
he was like, I thought you were going to do what's in Sean's fridge. I'm like, I was going to do what's in Sean's fridge, but then we changed it from just a tasting to a dinner. And then, uh, now there's a lot of people. And so the taser really doesn't work here. Right. And, um, you know, it's not, not quite the same environment and it'd be bought bad podcasting, bad radio, eating and drinking and having too much fun while everybody else is going, you had what you're eating. What? <laughs> Um, but the uh, it's a lobster that was stuffed into a salmon that was stuffed into an eel that was stuffed into a mouse. What was the mouse stuffed into? My mouth, <laughs> <laughs> yummy, <laughs> lucky mouse. God, but um, oh, anyway, it was just it was one of those things I decided that I really just wanted to experience it, not not uh, talk about it while I'm doing it, not photograph it up. While that was going on, and I passed on it and just crashed for the uh, standing outside in the alley part of the, yeah, the night. You, you got kind of yelled at for that a little bit. <laughs> like, well, what, what, what are you going to deny motor? <laughs> oh, that was fully known ahead of time. I thought I kept the cap from the from the eight from the Westphalia eight. Ooh. It's not here in my pocket anymore. <laughs> Because it only would have been in your pocket for, what, four days at this point? Oh, no, it's Friday night. That's your lucky Sam Adams cap. What about that cap? It's not it either. Yeah, you're getting... Folks at home, you're getting a picture into what the beer, the beer school studios look like. What about that bottle cap? What about that bottle cap? Well, it's strange since we're drinking beer out of cans today. There are <laughs> bottle caps all around here. Uh, this is a leftover from the other day. Oh, hey, uh, check out what a listener brought us. Uh-oh. Dun 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 Oh for the beer school Kwanzaa bush. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. So a Christmas ornament that is a beer, and surprisingly it looks like the beer school logo. It does. It even looks more like the new one. Looks nice. Except there's a little a little bit too much pink glitter in the head. Although maybe this is supposed to be a watermelon wheat. Oh yeah! Hey, somebody's it's pink. It's some, sweet. We love it. Somebody's thinking out there. It ain't us. Anyway, that's uh, from our friends at gruntmedia.com. Ah, learn all about how to tap your video in your computer and use it for making better presentations. Nice. I have to learn that when I'm ordering parts and having them shipped to me that. I, there are two little parts that are going to cost me less than $3 that I might or might not need. I should include them with my initial <laughs> order. That's what I learned. So Motivated Slacker writes, top five games. Super Mario Galaxy, Guitar Hero 3, Mario Party 8, and Mother 3. And Super Paper Mario. How do you play Mario on paper? Ah. Is that like a roll the dice? Take the twenty sided die and roll, and see if he Mar- makes the see if he makes the tower. Wouldn't Mario be a paper delivery person at that point? It's for the Wii. It's a three D motion effects brought out another dimension to game fun play. Is that translated from German? No, no. It's motivated slacker. He's from Al- he's from Alabama. So uh, there's that. So his top five albums. Radiohead in Rainbows. I bet you he paid nothing for it. <laughs> Bajoric Volta. Bajoric. <laughs> God. 
Is it difficult to slaughter every single word you read, John? <laughs> it takes a lot of creativity to, you know, hear Bjork, Bjork, and come up with Bajork. Um, <laughs> or in burrito. In burrito. Then there's. I thought the writer's strike was still on. <laughs> no, I got my writer back. Then there's Deeth Clock. That's one of his other albums. It's spelled D E T H K O or K L O K. Deeth probably, Clock. It's probably Death Clock, the way the kids spell things these days. <sighs> then there's Charlotte Gainsbourg. I don't even know who that is. The White Stripes, Icky Thump. I like that album. Uh, hey, you know who's playing at the. Uh, at the Red Devil Lounge, I think the end of February. Who? Digital Underground. No way, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, we love those guys. You could do the Humpty Dance. Because <laughs> uh, you know, the Humpty Chance. The Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. Motivated Slackers Top 5 Beers. Dogfish Head 90 Minute Imperial India Pale Ale. See, he's not a slacker. He typed out uh, India Pale Ale instead of just saying IPA. <laughs> In quotes. Air quotes. Take the best sex you've ever had, multiply it by a thousand, and you're still where, still nowhere near it. <laughs> you know, there's, I'm, a joke I'm, I'm multi- there's a joke in there. There's a I'm joke. multiplying, but I don't know that 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 point oh 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 one times a thousand is really that much bigger number. Wow. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere like that. I couldn't figure out how to craft it because you know I write my own material. I was trying to get the zero in there, you know, with the, but I decided to make it a really, you know, I guess if you rounded it up, if you rounded it up, zero times a thousand would be. Maybe that. Maybe he's not talking about nineteen or a uh, two thousand seven. <laughs> Shipyard Pumpkinhead. Hey, he likes pumpkin beer too. Sweetwater Blue. It's a uh, sounds like a. <laughs> Sweetwater blue. I was gonna say, Sweetwater blue. Yeah, there you go. Sweetwater blue. Um, blueberries and beer really do go well together, according to him. He's and he's a fan of Dogfish Head. So here it is: Dogfish Head Chicory Stout. Interesting. Now that burp was not nearly as fatal. Uh, and then Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. He can SMPA. It's uh, now on his list because it's one of his go-to beers. Uh, then he's got top five moments in sports, which we're going to skip. And then he got, is one of them the 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 Cal versus Stanford the play because no. if it's not, we're going to cut off his feed. No, there's no Cal versus Stanford on here. The world's greatest. No, no, no. T- this sports. no from this is 2007. He's talking about. Mm. My other favorite play in sports was. Uh, what was the World Series where uh, Barry Bonds' kid almost got mowed down at home plate? That wasn't Barry Bonds' kid. However, it was, it was Dusty Baker's it was kid. Dusty Baker's okay. kid. They made such a big deal about that. I'm like, come on, he wasn't going to get crashed, right? Ball players are faster than that. So anyway, <laughs> top five uh, podcasts from five to ten. Flying Caboose Show. It's the official podcast of starman.net a fan site dedicated to all things earthbound and mother series related i don't think i've ever i don't know what that is i don't either earthbound and mother series related huh mm. Hmm. okay mm. that's my homework <laughs> as john picks up the chewed upon pen 
Exactly. Uh, the next podcast, number four, The Triple Feature, a podcast about movies by three guys who make web comics about movies, entertaining and informative. I bet not as entertaining and informative as uh, beer in the movies. <laughs> we are always informative. Um, oh, how can this not be on the list? Smodcast, the always entertaining, frequently risque, and sometimes sickening podcast hosted by director Kevin Smith and producer Scott Mosier. Oh. That's number three. I can't imagine where this is going. <laughs> Uh, number two, the Brewing Network Sunday session, <laughs> good lunch good. meet, and the Jamil show. So number two is three pod <laughs> is three shows. You uh, forgot the butchers. Yeah, he forgot the butchers, dude. You forgot the butchers. He also forgot those pay shows that they tried to do. Oh. <laughs> One hour boil or the beer, beer, and more beer uh, employee get to know them podcasts. <laughs> I, you know, I I was kind. I listened to them. <laughs> I no, it was actually they were not bad. No, I listened. They're good. <laughs> what's what's number every, What's number one? Is it? Well, is no. It, here it is. So we're just gonna you know shout out to the Brewing Network for giving everybody else an award this year, except other, us. Except for us. <laughs> so we're still the not award winning uh, show about beer. <laughs> so here it is: the number one podcast on Motivated Slackers list, Beer School. Yay! It has been my gateway into the wonderful world of beer. On a whim, I downloaded an episode when I first got my iPod. Although they talk about a lot of wonderful beer that's only available on the West Coast. My bad. <laughs> my bad. We talked about New Claris. We did. That's not available anywhere. <laughs> what about that? We talked even. about West Flutter, and that's, that's not available even where it comes from. <laughs> what other beer can we talk about that we can't get? Let's see. There was the uh, what ten year old bottle of watermelon wheat that we had. Yeah, no one's going to be able to get that unless you got a time machine. Um, so anyway, oh, the, you know what? My the, question: the flight, the flight of uh, what the show it? we haven't done yet. Yeah, the flight of the right, the seven year old bottle of uh, we, have, no, we have to get we have to get that show together. We need the secret brewer. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, just to, just to finish the sentence, um, it has broadened my horizons. Of the wonderful combination of hops, yeast, barley, and water. It also led me to the discovery of the Brewing Network. So See, we, that amazes me. <laughs> because Right on. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's usually the other way around yeah. um, that these guys find our show. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, got an, I got an email from uh, the butchers. Uh-huh. Oh, this is about would have been about six months ago or so, and they're like, you know, we really appreciate what your show is doing because you're not trying to do what anybody else is trying to do. That's because we don't try. We're underachievers. <laughs> you can't fail if you don't try. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look what we're doing with less than zero prep. <laughs> I think we actually went backwards this morning before the show. I know I did. I know my burps are killing me. I'm not just getting whiplash from them. They're knocking me out. Oh, my God. All I did was fill up on Racer 5 last night at an Irish pub. I thought... I've got a really funny story to tell. All right. So, um, on Tuesday, it was, it's been cold here in San Francisco. Yeah, unseasonably cold. Unseasonably cold. And, yeah, I know there are places where there are, you know, 50 feet of sharp ice falling from the sky and... Things like that. But, it, come on, it's been in the 40s here. 
And that's cold. And there's snow up in the hills. <laughs> there's a lot of snow. Oh, on on uh, Friday when I was walking down to to, uh, to Trader Joe's to do some shopping at about 5.30, in my six-block walk, six or seven blocks, three guys, different locations, putting their skis or their, or their boards on top of their, their cars, getting ready to head up to Tahoe. I thought you were going to say getting ready to head up to... Uh What's that big street? Oh, uh, F- uh, Fillmore. Yeah, Fillmore. Head over to Fillmore. Jump. Yeah, head over to Fillmore. Nah, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's video of that on, online when they set up the. Uh, oh, they brought snow into San Francisco. Uh, what three years ago? Three years ago, I went to that, and uh, <laughs> they just took a street, dumped snow all over it, went skiing down it, and it was a city-sanctioned event. It was. It's a pretty amazing story. But um, and then last year they did it at the ballpark, and this year they're going to do it at the ballpark. They already did it at the ballpark. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they just did the Mavericks thing at the ballpark. <laughs> okay, you know how sad is this? You want to you want to try to get people to come to an event uh-huh. so that they don't overflow the event at the event, uh-huh. right? Do you? How much money do you charge to lure people away from the event? Free. Exactly. Okay, what would be the most that you would pay for that? Well, me or thinking of so I'd say ten bucks. Yeah, that was my thing. Okay, ten bucks. That was the n- number that I had. Okay, I'll go sit in the stands at AT and T Park, aka Death Star Park, and watch it on the giant screen, which is beautiful. So I went to go see opera there. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. It, you know how much it costs? How much? Twenty five bucks. Really? Yeah. There's no way in hell you're going to go for twenty five bucks. Was the were the Giants doing this, or was somebody else doing this at the park? Somebody I don't know who was doing it, but that was the number that they that they charged. And I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to check it out online, and uh, you know, I went to MaverickSurf.com or whatever it happened uh-huh. to be, and there was a link to the the video feed of it and it was it was fine uh-huh there was no reason and then here's the other crazy part of it five minutes into it i'm like eh, i'm gonna do something else <laughs> and i closed the window and went on my way you know because like we watch surfing all the time uh-huh when, we should explain what this is because I, I think that was the first time you said surfing. Oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> Mavericks, um, Mavericks. <laughs> they all know who. The, no, maybe they don't. Okay, so Mavericks is an annual contest. It's a secret contest. The people who are who surf are invited to surf. You can't score your way into it. You can't buy your way into it. You have to be invited by the by the promoters. And then you have. 24 hours to get to the surf. It's a whole sort of season here. Yeah. That Mavericks can happen between like... No, it can happen between November and all the way to May. Yeah, and last year there was none. No, there was no Mavericks last year. They were bugged. <laughs> they were like, dude, oh. dude. But they still had parties, you know. And they'd, they'd look at each other and go, dude. And they go, dude. 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 <sighs> dude. And so basically, it's fifty foot waves. Yeah, it's fifty foot waves that happen. And the, the thing, there is no beach they where the waves land. No. And the other thing that happens is that they don't want to have it on the biggest day. Mm-hmm. They just want to have it on the most when the waves seem to be the most controlled. They want to have it on the gnarliest day. Yeah, the gnarly day. <laughs> the gnarly, not meaning the uh, not like a burl yeah. or a piece of wood that is gnarled. Yeah, there's two versions of that word. There's gnarly meaning disgusting, and then there's gnarly meaning 
Uh, Hot. Awesome. 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 Gnarly, dude. Yeah. What was that in my lexicon? Gnarly. Gnarly came from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Right. I when was going to say it was a long time when ago. When Spicoli looked at the, at the body and goes, Gnarly! <laughs> and then my Midwest friends took that as to mean disgusting. <laughs> so that that became the word for, um, you know, the the lunch, the hot lunch looks gnarly. Uh-oh. And it's oh, not the right. In high school. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh. yeah, speaking of my burps. <laughs> oh, hot lunch in high school. Ugh. So to bring this all the way backwards. Oh, yeah. You watched opera at Dutch Park. I watched opera at the ballpark. And they had, I think it was 15 or 20,000 people for opera. And opera, because they had, the infield was full. Uh-huh. Um, there were some people in the outfield. And then sort of first to third on the lower deck and club. I sat on club because I like club. Yeah. Uh, was full. Pretty full. And the sound was amazing because they brought in all these speakers and stuff. Uh-huh. And they did it. It was a simulcast of uh, Samson and Delilah from the San Francisco Opera House to the ballpark. When was this? Um, this was this year, right? It was right after baseball, I think. How did I miss October, opera? November. It was some night. It was like a Friday night, I think. And I ended up going to 21A afterwards because I wasn't dressed for it. Right. And so I watched one inning. One inning. One I watched inning. one inning of opera. <laughs> I watched one inning. I, well, watched, the, a, I watched the first act. I watched the first act. And then it was like cold enough. And the $9 anchor steam was not really uh, $9 worth. It was not $9 worth. Well, it was. It was the ballpark. That's what you pay at the ballpark for your... It was a big cup, but still. Um, so to bring this backwards, it was free for opera. Oh, yeah. Why the Giants were just... It was. They've done this before. They've simulcast opera to the, the, uh, the plaza in front of City Hall. Okay. And so this year, they went a step further and did it at the ballpark. Uh-huh. And uh, so you could have all the concessions. So you could have, like, popcorn and hot dogs and... That makes sense. That yeah. brings opera to the masses. Yeah, that's the whole goal of it. And to also to be doing it live. Right. So you get the uh, the feel of opera. Right. Yeah, normally I'm not an opera fan. Oh, I think I I think I think it's amazing. Because I, I don't listen to it much at all. Right. But just the the epic proportions of it and everything that goes on and the fact that these people are bellowing out the sounds that they can bellow out. And oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm very much, uh, I very much appreciate what opera does because uh-huh. it made Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to bring the story back, uh, let's see. We started with I was <laughs> on Tuesday. I was going to lunch. Okay, <laughs> and it was cold. Oh yeah, and then it was that cold. got into the people. <laughs> that got into snow in Tahoe, which gave us my walk to Trader Joe's and people putting skis on top of their cars. Right, which got us. Which the- gave us to uh, Fillmore Street with the ice or air thing, which then brought us to Mavericks, which brought us to Opera. So I'm going to bring us all the way. Which back. brought us back to the Death Star Park. Yeah. Or, so it's, so, yeah. it's, so it was cold on Tuesday, and so for <laughs> for lunch, I decided to go down to my. I, I'm not usually a fan of Irish bars, but I really like O'Reilly's in North Beach in San Francisco because it's good and authentic. A lot of Irish bars look like they just shake them out of a box. Like um, uh, O'Neill's. O'Neill's. That was uh, shaken out of a box, <laughs> not stirred out of a box. I know. So I go in there, and they've got, on a cold day, if you can get stew for lunch or shepherd's pie, that's perfect cold day food. So I go in, and it's late. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon. Sit down at the bar, get a get a Razor 5, get my, get my stew. And uh, 
same bartender. She's been there almost since they opened. And she was getting perturbed because the cell phone on the bar kept going going off. Yours. And, what? Yours. No, behind the bar. Oh. And she'd pick it up and she'd go, no, I'm sorry. Your friend left this here Sunday night. Could you please let her know to come down and get it? Thank you. She'd. This is three times this happens. And she goes, this is just pissing me off. She's Irish, too, so I'm trying to do the little yeah. Irish, the little Irish accent. This, is, this, this girl's a pissing me off. I've been telling all of her friends who call all the time that her phone's down here. Tell her friend to get down here and get her phone back. But they keep all these people just keep calling. And what's worse than that? Look at this. And she flips the phone open. She shows it to me. And she goes, she's got her mother listed under mommy, M-O-M-M-Y. I'm going to call her right now and tell her daughter's a drunk slut. <laughs> I'm like, you can't do that. That's somebody's mother. I don't care about the consequences for the girl who left the phone. I'm like, you don't know what the condition of this girl's mother is. <coughs> Beep. And so she calls her. She calls her. And she's all, oh, I got the answer. And she hangs up. <laughs> and so then later. Mommy. <laughs> so then later, the phone rings. And it's the girl. And so she answers. And she holds her hand. And she goes, it's the girl. Watch this. She goes, Oh yeah, I've got your phone. Oh yeah, you you look like a nice girl, but you know, after a couple of drinks, you really got a little fire in your belly. And she like she goes, oh my god, she's 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 believing everything I say. Motors, oh. motors holding the phone as if he's mimicking, miming the phone, exactly, okay. <laughs> covering the phone speaker. And so then she goes. Oh, after after a couple of drinks, you started to get a little bit frisky. You flashed one of the boys, then you flashed another of the boys. I don't think you should be doing that. And then you lose your phone. And then she put her hand over the phone again, and she's just busting up. <laughs> and she goes, don't worry. Your mother called. I told her what you did as well. <laughs> the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a nice girl, but then you'll be flashing the boys. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. I don't think I was flashed. That and a warm bowl of stew 2.30 in the afternoon, that's enough to make your day. My day would have been made. <laughs> what other mail do we have here? Oh, just the usual love letters and marriage proposals. <laughs> Motivated Slacker wrote three three pages of stuff. We have to be nicer to him. Yeah, well, you know, we have to now. We have to. (laughs) No, we don't have to, but we will be. We're nice to everybody, for the most part. Exactly. (laughs) So his top five personal accomplishments, uh, one of them was his homework. Yes. He went to the Emerald Coast Brew Fest. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and that was one of the homeworks from last year was to go to a beer fest. And uh, that's pretty cool. Oh, and then, and, then, and then, he, then one of the other things for 2008 is also his homework, which was brew an award-winning beer. Oh, sweet. I don't know. Award? Well, you know what? If you send it to us, we'll give it an award. Yes. And one of his other things is learn Japanese. Be hanging out with Mike D. Evidently, um, there's a song. drive up to uh, Chapel Hill and uh, look around for a guy named Mike D. Tell him John and Motors sent you. <laughs> yeah, Mike D. Looks like 
he looks like the boy that all the girls have a crush on. And he listens to the show, too. Oh, you know, he <laughs> actually, you know what? I remember this. All the girls did have a crush on him. Yeah. Even what's her name? And I keep going, God, you women just have no taste at all. Evidently. <laughs> you uh, know, uh, in the uh, in the chat during uh, the nighttime lunch meet show, oh, a lot of people are asking where they could stay for the, the BN anniversary show. Yeah. And... Because they were saying, uh, nobody's staying out at the Rat Pad. You know, I'm not going to invite any of you guys. It's just too much of a big mess. <laughs> I was sending a message. John Foster says you can all stay at his place. <laughs> Who said that? I sent that out <laughs> in the chat. Like, John's, John has a big place. You guys can all stay there. Well, the, the, the best part about my place is that it's the, the homework. Place. Oh, sorry. That's, you've gotten me a little Pavlovian doing this The show. best part about the homework. <laughs> The coolest place about the coolest thing about my place <coughs> is that it's three blocks from Toronado. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, there's <laughs> that going for it. Although there's not a lot of room there. No, there's no room at my place unless you're between the ages of uh, 24 and 44. You mean 21 and 44? No, no, no. They have to have some drinking under their belt. <laughs> I present to you <laughs> our next intern. No, <clears throat> your hand. No, no guest from the past. Guest from the past sat there. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, just checking. No, <laughs> that's somebody's sister. Hell, come on, jeez! Oh, I thought you were. No, no, never mind. We I'm joking. Wait, with the hands up. Didn't weren't we going to have hand signals for when we were joking? No, it's oh. funnier if we don't. Ah, so we get into one of these things here that we're Pretty doing much, now. Yeah, where it's all about. This is like this is like starting. This is your like car show and letting it run in the morning. This is like show gas. planning. This is like show planning, but not planning because we're in underachieving today. Damn good beer. Yeah, it is pretty good. Although we're going to have to get Jesse to actually put a mouse in one of these bottles. That's a, mean. A plastic mouse. We can't a cell phone once. <laughs> Were you there when we can yeah. cell phone? That was the funniest. <laughs> you could ring the cell phone in the can and go. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, hello. <laughs> hello, Mr. <laughs> the, you know, when, when, when the canning machine first showed up, my first thought was, <clears throat> pardon me, I got a cough somewhere. Um, my first thought was, I just want to can different things to see what happens. (laughs) I want to take some milk and put it in a can. Maybe put some chili in a can. Put that bunch of screws in a can. You know, put some toilet paper in a can. Toilet paper in a can. Yeah. Ooh. You put string in a can? You could put string in a can. Actually, you know what what would be the best thing to put in a can? Bacon. Worms. Ew. No, can of worms for reals. Oh, that just yeah. <laughs> you asked about the stuff that I would put in a can. Oh, worms are creepy. Yeah, but they're going to be dead soon. So. Oh, that's mean killing worms just for your own enjoyment. Just so that somebody else can go and open it up, and the worms just come out. Can of ketchup. Can of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? Beer. Put beer in a can. Oh, that's cutting edge. 
It is cutting edge. I thought we had more mail. Oh, well. Don't you have one from a listener over there? Oh, yeah, no. Here, we have one from a listener. So the listener writes in, um, I really enjoy Trumer. Uh-huh. Thank you for turning me on to this beer. However, I don't like Trumer in a bottle. What am I doing wrong? Not signed into a glass. Signed Julia, yeah. So she's not pouring it into a glass. The thing with beer is that there's two parts of beer to enjoy. One part of the beer is the beer. The other part of beer is the smell. The flavor, the taste, and the aroma are the words that you're looking for, John. Wait, I have it right, I have it right here on my, my handy notes. There's two parts of beer. There's the beer and the smell. No, there's appearance, aroma, and taste. And so appearance, part of it is because you're not seeing the beer. You're not getting the visual experience. Right. So you're not getting the visual cue of what that beer might taste like. Uh, a lot of times when I first look at a beer, I'm like, oh, okay, so I kind of know what this is going to taste like before I taste it, like in the case of the Fat Bavarian. Right. Uh, it's a bit cloudy. It's – anyway. Uh, the thing – other part is is that if you smell the beer, then you kind of have an un- understanding of what hops – how hoppy it might be or what hops might be in it. Right. Cascade, Chinook, Simcoe. All those specific hops have a a smell characteristic. And then when you finally do taste it, you're just verifying what your eyes and your nose have already told you. And also, well, with Trumer, it's important you you pour it into a a small diameter glass. Because I've done this before. If you pour Trumer into a pint glass or Trumer into a Trumer glass, which is a tall, skinny glass, and keep your nose out of it, it's a completely different beer. It's the same thing with Radeberger. Just for the folks at home, John's running off somewhere right now. He's, he's wandering into the other room. He's, he's headed to the bookshelf. He is searching the bookshelf. And he's finding... Ah! I thought he was going to get a glass. He's just going to blow his nose. In other exciting news, the uh, next set of Family Guy DVDs comes out on Tuesday, and Joe Jackson has a new album on Tuesday. I thought he was dead. No. That's shoeless Joe Jackson. No, who's the guy? Oh, that guy died. <laughs> Ooh, I see pretty colors. Uh, A. A. Either A or B. Well, I like C. Yeah, I didn't like C either. This is, this is good podcasting right here. John handed me something that you can't see, and now we're discussing it without <laughs> describing it to you. Um, I like I like A or B. Okay. Well, I think we're going. I think go- I like A. I think we're going to go with A then. You know, if you were any of the women I know, you'd go. Okay, we're going with C. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes, I know a lot of contrarians. Whatever I like, it's the opposite. How could you go with C? Because I said I like A or B. Yeah, but C, well, it kind of goes with the yellow, the C. See, I like the I like the, the, the I like the green. Well, that's because that's our old logo. All right, so we're talking about our new logo. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I just did John in again. <laughs> I yeah. like I like turtles. Uh, anyway, turtles. Uh, so we have a new logo. Uh, a listener wrote us. 
or sent in a logo as a goof, actually, uh-huh. saying, here, I made this for you guys. You can do whatever you want with it. And I was like, you know, I'm really digging this. This is making me very happy. I want this to be our logo. And I said, well, we have a couple of changes, you know, just because logo development that's the next thing that always comes out of this. There's a lot of that that seems to go on in this office. Yeah, well, that's just the way of it. But I wanted, I, I was really specific. I said, well, this is what I wouldn't want to see. I mean, basically, it was the beer glass that I was really into. And I'm like, well, let's just paste the, the, uh, the words onto it and make it kind of sort of similar like we, what we already have. And, but better. But better. And so... We went through one logo, one round of changes, and I'm like, perfect. Now we just need to decide the colors. We got these colors back, and I'm like, this one. And then we explored one other change, and we're done. I mean, this is the the quickest logo development that I've ever ever done. Mostly for two things. I had something in mind. Uh-huh. In the to begin with, I already saw something. And you're your I, own client. I'm my own client. This is brilliant, John. How'd you do this? Well, John. <laughs> I'm my own client. Yeah, well. Thousands and thousands of hours that I'm billing you for. Well, when I did the logo a year ago, in fact, almost to the day a year ago, I spent <coughs> I spent three hours on that logo total from from sketches to doing four different ver- variations to picking one, then refining it, then calling it a day because I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's commitment to excellence, just like the Raiders. <laughs> we practiced really hard till we got hungry. Then we laughed. No, and then I came back. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. I'm done. That's, that's good enough for what we're going to do. And uh, so we kept it for the whole the whole entire year. But so for for the uh, for 2008, we have a brand new logo, and sweet, we can put that on glasses and bottles and everything else. I have another uh, thing I need to show you. Uh oh! While I'm showing stuff that can't be seen by everyone. Excuse me, while I whip this out. No, I got this. Uh, did we list Blazing Saddles as a beer movie? I don't think so. Uh, is there beer in that movie? Uh, no, I'd say just a lot of whiskey. And sausage. <laughs> and beans. Oh. Sweet. Where did this come from? Mike. Ah, nice. So these are this it's a is, rocking horse for beer. This is if the your, if your beer isn't shaken up enough, yeah. you just do this to it, and then it explodes when you open it. So this is what we're going to give um, the breweries for uh, an award that we accidentally gave out. What was that on um, the uh, beer and review? No, we called out six breweries. Oh, that's right. Yeah, at least one of us liked twenty one A. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, bitter American. I mean, it was you know, it was in line with with beers that I had last year that I thought were significantly different from everything else that I tried. Right. And uh, you know, it's just like the Trumer and the the Kill Ugly Radio. Um. Anyway, so this thing, uh, we found this in the in a catalog, and we can actually get that engraved, and then that can go out to the to our brewer friends. Sweet. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Sweet. See, it's an it's an 
transparent arc that magically supports a bottle of beer in space. Mm -hmm. So while we are not award-winning ourselves... We're award-giving. We're award-giving. And it's better to give than to receive. Always. Thank you. Need a little bit more of that in the world. (laughs) Yep. Is it time for movie reviews yet? Oh, no, that's a different show. So what do you think they're going to announce at Macworld? <laughs> what? Uh, I heard they're going to put they're going to come up with a mouse that needs a cord to connect it to the keyboard. You know that would be that would help the gamers because they're always complaining about latency. Mouse latency. That mouse is in the past. I don't listen to Ted when he talks, so I wouldn't know anything about what gamers think. Oh, speaking of Ted, oh, I got to get this. Hold on. Uh, Um, This is the John. You know, the title of the show is going to be the John gets up and gets things. No, no, it's. I played a new game on the Wii. What game? Smooth moves, or something like that. It's really good for spazzy people. I had fun. It's like really completely addicting. You just do really stupid things. Sort of like my life. Okay, John is John is going. Maybe it's under my mail. He's looking. He's clicking around, and and no, that's probably. Oh no, the little beach ball is spinning now. That's that's never good. It's probably because you're within five percent of your entire disk space. No, it's because it's got a, only a gig of RAM in it. Because uh, I needed to get somebody else more RAM, uh-huh. so I'm the I'm the sacrificial. What that Mopey Brewer with the grommet in his ear? No, that has different RAM. Oh, here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one in curls. Stop singing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make noise, and that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> All right, I can talk about this. Oh, the uh, the, he- the Heineken dispenser? The Heineken dispenser. Sweet. We can get one of those for the table here? Yep. Okay. We're set to go. Uh, for people who haven't seen this, I believe this showed up on Jay Brooks' blog a couple of days ago, and it's a... Uh, custom beer chiller dispenser for those little teeny tiny five liter mini kegs uh looks very sweet it's got a nice tap handle uh and uh i don't know where john's going with this but uh it, it's pretty exciting i think along with the i think it's more useful than an espresso machine i've never understood the the charm of home espresso machines when you can just go out and get one made because there's a lot of work putting together an espresso or a cappuccino. Actually, more of a cappuccino. It's the foaming of the milk that that takes takes the time. Takes the time. What time is it? It takes the time. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that a Beastie Boys song? I don't know. Something like that. Their new album blows. <sighs> Beer the one Tender. The new instrumental one that's been out for a couple of months now. I thought everybody was all excited about that. Not me. Not mm. funky enough. Not, and I'm a funky monkey. Not Beastie Boys enough? Not Beastie Boys enough. Hmm. Um, Heineken and Krupps have announced that they will be bringing the Beer Tender, an in-home keg system, for sale in North America. First on sale at Williams-Sonoma for 400 bucks. 
I guess they have to start at Williams Sonoma because it's four hundred bucks, huh? How much is a mini? Uh, you know, I would just go out and get a kegerator or maybe a kegerator refrigerator conversion kit because I'm sure those are probably less than four hundred. Well, those are two hundred dollars, right? You can go to on beer school. Williams Sonoma giving us any money for? No, of course not. <laughs> no, so if you go to beerschool.com and click on the thing down on the lower corner, on the lower right corner, uh huh, there's a thing for kegerator parts. Sweet, and I think the basic. Basic of basic kits uh-huh. cost two hundred dollars. That comes with the CO two canister, holds five pounds of CO two, has all the tubes and the taps that you need to and no Heineken label and no Heineken label. And so, pretty much, you can just you know you could convert the fridge that you already have in your in your uh, kitchen, uh-huh. or you can get a fridge on Craigslist for free, or you can get a, you know everybody has a fridge they're trying to get rid of. I know I've got three or four fridges uh, cluttering out my one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, sure. But um, (laughs) you do not. Hey, where's my Imperial Walker? It's coming. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll trade you for a digitized uh, Beer Hunter uh, set of VHS Yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll trade you that. (laughs) Um, And your birthday's coming up, John. Second. So evidently this uses the... Evidently uses those mini kegs that we see at the at um, at my local beer store. Yeah, the little five yeah five liter jugs. Oh yeah, and uh, I wonder if those are refillable. I wonder if you could take that, take it down to your local your local brew pub instead of a growler, and then have have their beer pumped into your uh, into your little reusable Heineken mini keg. Hmm. The um, the comment on this article was that Heineken sucks and it does from a bottle. It's fine from a can. Yeah, it's a fine style of the beer, but it has to have the be stored and poured in the correct conditions. Otherwise, it's going to have that skunky, weird flavor to it. Just like some other things you find on the streets of Amsterdam. Yeah, seems like four hundred dollars is a lot of money. Well, I guess I, you know, this is the jury's going to be out on this until we actually see one, you know, and, and use it from yeah. a day to day basis. Um, I think it's probably going to be a fine product, uh-huh. but um, it's going to take guys like us to really help sway the opinion. No, I'm thinking if they market this right, they'll sell a million of them for Father's Day. I understand that, but what I mean, imagine imagine you're a, a lovely, lovely lady who is going into William Snow all the time, and they have these up around Father's Day. It's a lot better than a tie. I mean, I see it, I see this more as a it's always going to sort be of upscale gift. novelty no. gift. It's always going to be it's going to be the wedding gift, the bachelor party gift, the you know the other gift. I thought a herpes was the bachelor party gift. <laughs> Or at least maybe a little gonorrhea. Oh, yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, I have the I have the uh, phone number and email address of the PR person cool. for this. So I'm going to follow up on it and see if we can if we can use the powers of beer school for good. Test this fantastic groundbreaking invention. Well, like I said, I think 
the my like I said, my first thought on this: if you're going to spend four hundred dollars on something, then you should just buy a kegerator because it can store more different kinds of beer. So does and you're you not replace and, the CO two cartridge, or how does? We don't know how it works. That's oh, magic. It is magic. Well, it must have a CO two cartridge with it, otherwise that beer is not going to stay fresh, and it must have some refrigerant thing around it, otherwise it's not going to stay at the right temperature. Right. Seems to me like this is going to use a lot more power than the fridge. We'll see. We will. We will. To be continued. A beer school investigative report. Beer tender. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I got the six-pack take... stuck on my fingers. Do you have scissors? Yeah. Uh, they just keep getting less. Do you want knife or do you want scissors? No, I don't need them. Okay, well, here's, here's scissors. Ow, my eye! <laughs> okay, Motor's eye is now falling out of its socket. Ow, my good eye! <laughs> <laughs> I just need some pliers. Pliers. Or there's a knife in there, too. Uh, oh, yeah, we were talking about Macworld predictions for Macworld. Yes. Uh, party. The party will be a lot of fun. The, the prediction is the party will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Secret party. Secret party that 60 smart people got in touch with us about. Yeah. This will be the show that's called Motor Cut Its Finger Off on the air. It drew blood. <laughs> drew blood. You know what you need to draw blood? No. A red marker. <laughs> Ooh, it's the show of bad jokes now. <coughs> hey, you want your palm red? What? Sure, no, it's not sure, my dog. Sure, you don't want your palm red? No. How did that ring not get? This is magic. This thing is magic. Every ring got cut, but that ring. How did that happen? I don't know. Because hmm. I had it folded over into itself, and I thought I was cutting all six at once. Well, we have another beer. I think we're out of article. Well. I think we're out of show. I think there might be one more email. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if I can read it, though. What, the marriage proposal? Or the yeah. person who just listened to beer and salad? The person who just listened to beer <laughs> and, and burned th- themselves trying to fry lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Eat fried lettuce. Uh, you got to let it cool, but you can't let it cool too long, because if you let it cool too long... Then it loses its uh, crunchiness. Should we should we tell all of our loyal fans about one of the great shows that we have in development? Yes, <laughs> Rockstar Bartender Two. Excellent. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be a different Rockstar Bartender. Um. Yeah, the Rockstar Bartender <laughs> from today was working, <laughs> so we couldn't do that show. That's why you have this show, uh, Trainwreck. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great show. Motor hates it when I say trainer. This is a lot better. Yeah, this is a lot better than uh, than uh, beer. Ver- no, the uh, oh, our worst show, our worst show ever. Yeah, well, as long as we can uh, aspire to be better than the worst show ever. No one ever wrote in saying that that was your worst show ever. I know they probably just turned it off at the beginning and wept. <laughs> uh, Twenty one. A IPA in cans. What do we know about this beer, John? We we haven't done our usual. Oh, they put oh, a lot of writing on here. There's a lot of words. Well, you know, Nico always writes a lot. In 1920, with the enactment of prohibition, America's breweries were wiped out for 13 years. 
Finally, the 21st Amendment was ratified and the neighborhood local began to slow its slow climb back to reclaim its place in the fabric of the community. At the 21st Amendment Brewery, we celebrate the rich tradition of American brewing. Our beers are handcrafted using fresh local ingredients and pure water. And our brewery reflects the unique character and the spirit of the pioneering brewmasters of old. How is that possible? Because they spent like 50 grand on it. I'm sure that the brewers of old didn't spend 50 grand on their brewery. No, they just stole it from the Indians like everything else in this country. They stole their brewery from the Indians? <laughs> yes. I didn't know the Indians were into stainless. Yeah. Oh, that's, no, why they, that's why they had to use stone arrowheads after the fact. Yes. Because everybody stole all the stainless arrowheads, melted them down to make mash tuns and kettles. Well, you know that joke about American beer. What was... Okay. <laughs> what... <laughs> Okay, you know the joke. I'm not going to say this. You're going to have to put two and two together. You know the joke about American beer. Yeah. And you know what the primary conveyance of Indians were on water. Canoe. (laughs) (laughs) That's proof that we stole brewing from the Indians. Because you never tell that joke um, making love in a Zodiac. (laughs) You never tell that joke making love in a ski boat. You never tell that joke making love in a pontoon boat. But what about because that's making that's love like, in a Do you remember the song Making Love in a Subaru that they used to play on Dr. Demento? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I forget who did that, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that you'll get that out there if I do not I I have to I have to uh, get back to ripping my old cassette tapes that I would I would uh, record Dr. Demento shows. Yeah, I am a nerd. Thank you. The proof different of, kind of nerd. Proof of being a nerd. Is I didn't know how to reset an, a, a malfunctioning airport yesterday. But I oh. have tapes. I have 25-year-old tapes of Dr. Domeno that re- I recorded off of FM. Um, just so the kids know, you unplug the power, push paperclip into the little hole in the bottom. Okay. Hold that. Then plug the power back in. Wait until it blinks to a red light. Then you can then you can reset it. Ah, uh, see, I should have known this yesterday. I went. Yeah, I think it's busted. You need, uh, a new one. Give, you need a new one. No, some more manly person came in and tech supported it correctly. Oh, <laughs> huh? What do you know? I think this is it. We gotta have homework. Hmm. The homework is to write in with what show you want us to do. Yeah, show plan. Don't worry, we're not out of ideas. No, we, we had a very one. interesting. Uh, well, we had a great <coughs> idea for a show today, and it's it's going to happen. We're not going to tell you what it is, but let's just say it was put together at about eleven thirty at night after the twenty one A library dinner when I was sipping on the absinthe. Yeah, you know, in fifty years, somebody's going to be drinking their beer out of this exact can because they like this beer. They can't get it anymore. That was a fascinating story. <laughs> We're not going to tell that story now. No. That's a story for later when we so actually... So what's our homework? The homework is beer. <laughs> See, you do it too. I'm really... Pavlov un- would be proud. I'm really unenthusiastic about the idea of having to come up with the homework because the homework for this show, had it been the real show, was really cool. Yeah. But uh, get to save that for next week. 
The homework is to put no effort into something you really care about next week and see if you feel <laughs> good about the result. Uh, no, the homework. Let's see. There's lots of homework. Well, you have homework one, which is to come to the secret party. That's true. Secret party, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, Make sure you bring enough money to buy us beer. Yeah, you have to buy us a beer, not them a beer. And they're like, unless you're unless you're female, then you have to kiss us. The email the email about this was, dude, you're just trying to get free beer. Yeah, and I wrote back, and I'm like, dude, you're just trying to get free podcasts. Eat me. Yes, <laughs> that's what I wrote back. I'm like, okay, you you want the podcast for free? Okay, so the least you can do is buy me a beer. Exactly. That's that's the showdown. <sighs> Bandwidth for this show is provided by no, uh, by me. I pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we pushed not in December because everybody seemed to take the month off. We they, pushed ninety million terabytes yesterday. Not ninety million terabytes. But excuse me, yawning yeah. on the air is not good. Sorry. You know, th- I think didn't we find out that they're listening to this on the uh, the International Space Station? No, but they're listening to it in an airplane somewhere. Really? Yeah, some guy who's a commander. Uh, no, commander. Captain. Oh, no, JetBlue. Yeah, JetBlue. They no, that listen. wasn't on the pl- – I don't think they listen while they're flying. Is this somebody else? Um, like an IP from Lufthansa? Because Lufthansa has Wi-Fi on their planes. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, anyway, I thought JetBlue listened to us while they were flying. No. No, but he told all of his crew to listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah. homework is beer yeah uh isn't it president's day soon no it's martin luther king's birthday when monday a week from monday damn the day after the caltrain pub crawl right so there's no show next week there'll be a unless we do we'll record stuff on the taser we will record stuff on the taser although the taser stuff is hard to edit because it's if you record stuff on the taser next Sunday and give me the file, I'll edit it together. All right, stuff on the taser is hard to listen to because it's generally a bunch of people that are just incoherent. Harder than my drunk phone calls. No, <laughs> no. The funniest drunk phone call ever was when you called in, <laughs> pretending to be something somebody else, and I was like, "What the hell is he talking?" I was about? having an out of spirit, body experience at Bonaventure Brewing. <laughs> Was it the GABF? Uh, no, it was it was in L.A. when okay. you phoned in from L.A. Yeah, that would be Bonaventure Brewing. God, I hate all these people. I think it's it. I'm going to call class dismissed, okay? Okay. I think I already did. Now? <laughs> you want to give me a one, two, three? No. <laughs> Rolling. No, I already said. Speed. I, I already said class dismissed. I'm just going to drop that in there. Okay. So um, this is the after show. <laughs> Funny. You know, I heard they put wormwood in 21 AIPA. No wonder, no wonder I'm feeling... Uh, Giddy as a schoolgirl. Yeah, well, at least the burp stopped hurting. That was a motorcycle going by. And you can hear it on the mics. Oh, sorry. Hey, kid, give me a pillow. <laughs> 